0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of your East Coast Rams podcast. I am your host, Ashton, here with my awesome co-host, Zach. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's a long three-day weekend here, uh, at least for me, so it's it's been nice. Um, visited some family uh, yesterday in Cincinnati. It was a good time for them, who are Bengals fans, not so great for us, who are Rams fans.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, going into this week, Eagles. We all knew this is gonna be a, a tough matchup, tough game, and we'll kind of jump straight into it. Uh, undefeated Eagles team come in. The Rams have a solid first half, uh, not so solid second half. Uh, let's be kind of generous to the Rams. Uh, Zach, what happened? Uh, to this Rams team and. You know uh, what can be done to fix it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a challenge um, to kind of pick one thing um, that's kind of wrong because there's there's a couple things. I mean, um, for and foremost, the offensive line is just not giving Stafford enough time. Um, Stafford's been pretty good about getting the ball out, but some of the play, some of the players are just not quite ready for those. Um, even as good as Puka Nakua is. Um, it doesn't feel like he's quite ready when Stafford throws those quick darts, same thing with Tutu Atwell, um, and even Cooper cup, like as much as he shine, and we're going to talk about that a lot about how much, you know, his return There is was, there was still some miscommunication between Stafford and cup. So, um, there's the, they just got too much pressure on this offensive line and they were kind of banged up. Coleman shot went out for a little bit. Rob Havenstein went out for a minute, um, you know, there was there was just some they just weren't clicking, and it it really just caused problems in the second half. The Rams looked great in the first half. I mean, honestly, like you know, you watch that first half, and you know it, it was electric. I mean, Cooper Cup was making his plays, Puka Nakua was catching the ball. We got touchdowns uh, from Puka and from Tutu Atwell. Uh, all stuff we'll dive into, but. Um, when it comes down to the second half, I mean, it's, it's the play calling that I think really needs to be a focal point and giving Stafford a little bit more time to, to make plays.
0: Yeah. And we'll break down offense and defense here after we, uh, just quickly go over some game stats, but I agree with you, Zach, there's a lot to dissect here and, I think this was a solid measuring game. I would say the Eagles is a top five roster in the NFL. Uh, really good coaching. Like, you you got to be able to evaluate your team against that. And the Rams were in it, you know, for three quarters, and they kind of let that fourth quarter with bad situations and bad execution get away from them. And so what can we do to kind of adjust and make us more competitive against these deeper rosters? which is what McVeigh should do. And, again, we have a lot of rookies. We we still have a lot of growth, very clearly. Um, I think Edge was a huge problem in this game. Uh, I'm sorry, but the blitzes, you shouldn't have to do blitzes to get pressure, and that's what the Rams were having to do. And that comes with a lot of broken plays, and, like, you saw that, Uh, we could not just let Hurt sit back there and throw because those wide receivers are way too good. And uh, he was able to kind of do that when we didn't blitz. And I think that's why the defense started to break down and the offense was a whole other set of issues. So, um, Zach, uh, let's go over some of these stats. Um, Overall, uh, if you include this game up to the season, the Rams right now, are 22nd in rush yards per play and uh for passing they are 6 with 11 yards 0. .7 per play. Um Zach uh, the Rams offense in this game what went wrong in the second half?
1: I mean it was it was the fact that they just couldn't get anything done. I mean there is was- Again, it, it goes back to what I was talking about before. I mean, it was the miscues on the offensive line. I mean, we didn't run the ball. I mean, we kind of – once we kind of lost um, – I mean, I wouldn't say we, we never really lost the lead. I mean, we we were down, but we were never out of this game. Um, but we just stopped running the ball. We stopped – you know, we just we just had to do pass, 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 pass. And that only gets you so far when when really – Kyron Williams had a good game like I mean he had the one thing we'll talk about that towards the end of the game but he had a really decent game and it just again we we get away from we get away from the run and and it's great that our our pass game is strong I mean as you just noted we're six in the league when it comes to passing um yards which is great and that's we should be all our offense goes through Matthew Stafford and goes through our wide receivers. That's what it is, but you have to play that complementary football and that includes running the ball. And when you stop running the ball, you stop producing, you, you just, you allow the defense to just play your passing game and be able to break that stuff up. Um, and that's what it came down to. Plus they kept, they put a lot of pressure on Stafford. The offensive line was not holding and not giving Stafford enough time and not enough wiggle room to be able to make a play.
0: Yeah, really top-notch defensive front by the uh, e- the Georgia Eagles, uh, as people dub them. But like, I thought the O line was an issue. Uh, I think the run game it was having mixed successes. I think it was either going for seven or eight yards or for none at all, and it was very uh, stop and go. I think you had to mix something that I was wanting them to income incorporate into the offense more like a lot of screens a lot of bubble passes they did that this game the execution was atrocious uh I think that was a problem Zach you saw a lot of screens just not go anywhere miss blocks um that's something they have to clean up against a team with this talented of a front because screens can kind of help alleviate some of that pass rush you can kind of forced dbs to sit back a little bit more and not press as much um but the I just I, wasn't there
1: i just don't think they gave the the running game a chance i mean again they only ran the ball 14 times um again you know you're again you, when you hit that lower level that's when the rams seem to be really falling apart and i'm going to pull up uh jordan Rodriguez um had a had an interesting uh, stat that she posted on her twitter account um that when the rams are up by at least 7 they run the ball on about 58% of the snaps um when the rams are down at least 7 they run on 16.3% of snaps and then when they're down by 3 points they run the ball 23.6%. so it that's that's so interesting, and I think that that just shows us a lot more that when the when they are down, they feel like they're down by. I mean, it just feels like they have to catch up, and the only way they can catch up is with Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua, uh, Cooper Cup, and through that that wide receiving
0: core. Because and we don't have explosive runners, like I like Kyron, but you don't need to have. Solid back.
1: You don't need to have explosive runners. You just need to run the ball. You need to keep the defense guessing on what you're going to do. And Kyron Williams has shown that he's able to get yards. He only had the ball 13 times and was still averaging four 4.1 yards per run. We cannot keep running the we cannot keep throwing the ball. We're not having enough success. If you look at our offensive line, our offensive line has been actually doing a really good job creating room. For the run, when you look at the PFF scores, their run, their run game versus their pass game, it's night and day. They're getting higher scores on their run defense on their on their run blocking than they are on their pass blocking. Like you, you got, you have to run the ball, running it 14 times, and then having Stafford. What was Stafford? Uh, how many times did he throw the ball? 37 times. I mean, that's still about a third. You need to have it closer to that halfway point to, to be successful. And again, you cannot, just because you're down seven points, doesn't mean that you should just throw the ball that you're coming from behind. Normally, you're looking at that kind of stats when you're down two, three scores. When you're trying to, you have to make the real quick throws. You have to get down the field as fast as you can. And and as as we saw at the end of the second half, The Rams sometimes go too fast on their offense. A, does it give their defense enough time and B doesn't chew off enough of the clock?
0: Yeah. I mean, leaving 30 seconds near the half that, that shouldn't be enough time for offense score, at least a touchdown, like field goal. Yeah. Uh, You kind of can concede a field goal given the situation, but 30 seconds go full field. That shouldn't happen. Um, but going back to the run game i i just personally think like when you look at this run game they're tenth worst in the nfl and you have to be realistic about that and you can only do that so long until you start to give up the lead i don't think it's the defense's fault that uh they didn't play bad this game but the offense has to start to click better and earlier and um had better execution continuously because I think if you start running the ball with the way our run game is, I I don't think we get back into a game anyways with that.
1: And but then we when just came get in
0: third and long, like our O-line can't hold.
1: We're at third and long because we can't, we, we didn't run the ball. We threw the ball twice and it, it got us nowhere. So we got to get, we got to do something. And we just came from Kyron Williams having a hundred yard game to him having uh, he had about 50 uh 53 yards i think it was and so again i I feel like mcveigh is just not he's still not trusting the run and it's just it's, it's who mcveigh is it's always how he's going to be he's going to avoid the run yeah. and because he likes those explosive fades which isn't a bad thing cooper cups great puka naku is great tutu atwell has now is now great in in this season and so we, we have the weapons in the wide receiver room, but you have to play that complimentary football and you need to be able to, to, to run the ball and they're just not calling those plays.
0: Yeah. It's going to be an interesting off season with the draft and stuff, what they prioritize and what they go after. You know, if we keep on losing linemen like this sack or injury issues, we're going to have to draft a lineman in the first round. Like, either that or running back uh i just think when he running back depth i think that's a part of the issue uh i i have no really answers to why he doesn't trust the run game more i i don't uh, know i
1: mean ronnie rivers was fine last game too uh i mean i know he only he only had one carry this this game because again they just they got away from the run because again they weren't in the lead and that. that that shows you that Sean McVay only likes to run the ball when, when they are either neutral or um, in the lead. So I don't know They that's, that's what they got to focus on more is how they figure out how they can get the run game a little bit more, maybe some jet sweeps, maybe something to, to re invigorize this, this offense because it's just staling. And, and we see that we've seen this now in every week, other than week one, we have now seen the second, the, um, the offense stagger in the second half they did it they did it last week with the colts they did it again this week and kind of going back to your stats about the the rams and their running game again it it goes down to yes they're in the bottom because again they just haven't had that opportunity you go back to the Bengals game again and they only had 10 runs that game too so you start stacking up all these, you know, ten runs per game. Of course, you're going to be in the bottom of the league when it comes to uh, running yards. You have got to run the ball, whether you think it's successful or not. Give it a shot because what you're doing right now is not.
0: Yeah, they definitely have to throw something in there. Um, let's talk about this defense. So, uh, defense. Our defense. Uh. The Eagles were 13 of 18 on third down. Um, Eagles had 13 passing first downs and 12 rushing first downs. A lot of talent on this Eagles team. I I thought, and correct me if you disagree, Zach, but I thought our defense played really good. Kept us in the game. A beautiful, beautiful pick by kello witherspoon can we just say zach we need to resign him he was a gym all right off season fine
1: so my daughter got this ball signed whoop, signed by him um and that's probably gonna be worth something someday because you know he played so lights out um as, as far as his Real skills fine. go i mean he's 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 gotten the two picks um for the rams this season so that's that was um, excellent. So kudos to him. Um, I give this defense probably a B minus um, as far as their performance goes. I don't think they did poorly at all. They kept us in the game. This pretty much the entire way through it. Um, You know, they, especially in the first half, they were forcing a lot of um, a a lot on that defense to, or on, on the Eagles offense and being able to give us a chance um, up until, you know, midway through the fourth quarter um, we pretty much had a shot because of our defense, but there were a lot of times where they could have gotten off the field sooner because they could not tackle. Their downs. They had bad third downs. They they couldn't pressure Hertz, which give give credit to the Eagles' offensive line. It is stacked and it is great. And you know, they, he, Hertz had time. He had all day to do oh, whatever boy. he wanted. And 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 to be fair, like our our DBs did a great job of covering them because most of the time he couldn't throw to anybody; he had to use his own legs, and we could not tackle him. And it wasn't just Hoyt. Um, you know, there was a there was a missed tackle by Byron Young, and like there was there were several players who could not tackle him and bring him down. And that just shows you how athletic he is. Hurts uh, is. Um, I mean, when you have the whatever you want to call it, the tush push or the Philadelphia shove. Uh, that guy, I mean, you have to be pretty stacked to be able to, um, withstand that many times. I think they did it like six times to us yesterday. Um, I mean, that is a, for everyone who says that that should be banned. I mean, you have the wrong quarterback in there and they're going to get injured by doing that. Um, but, but they're really good at this. Um, so I don't know. I think our defense played well. Um, obviously, Aaron Donald was pretty much taken out of the equation. He really didn't do anything this whole game, um, which, again, testament to the offensive line that they have. Um, our DBs did well. Um, you know, I think Darren Kendrick, he did struggle a little bit, whether that was for bad calling or, um, you know, he, he got burnt once or twice. You know, I think he played the worst out of the bunch. Um, but. I don't know. What are your thoughts about the defense other than?
0: Um, again, it was a lot of zones, a lot of like man to zone concepts where I felt like the communication wasn't fully there. Now, granted, give the Eagles some credit, really good play designs by them. Tight ends, man. I I think that's our biggest problems, and you see it. Our linebackers and our edges cannot cover tight ends, and that's where you saw a lot of breakdown. And then you start having to cheat your safeties up a little higher to try to cover up that deficiency with your linebackers. And what happens? Your DBs get put on islands, and I know people love to hate on Kendrick this year, but no one said Kendrick would be able to completely contain uh, A.J. Brown. I'm like... I, I don't know what people want me to say. Like, we don't have Ramsey on the team anymore. No one we have, not even Kello, will be able to contain him. Um, that's like asking someone contain Cup. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to win on that. And you have to be able to provide help, but you can't do that when your linebackers are giving up 20, 30 yards to a tight end.
1: And I, I... – I don't dislike Kendrick. I think he's a great player. He's a good physical player. He's he's bringing that energy. He's bringing that mentality that I think the team needs. I think that what fans are mostly frustrated is like, he seems to be the one who gets picked on every single week. And I get that you can't cover cup every, like people, you, you know, you, you just can't cover cup. But again, when you're the one DB being called out almost every single week because of either you did get burnt or you're the one who's causing all of these penalties. That's something that you're going to have to look at and you're going to have to consider like, is this, is this spot going to be in jeopardy moving forward? I mean, you had uh, someone like Duke Shelley come in and perform pretty well when he was kind of mixed in there with, uh, he was actually in and out for Witherspoon. Like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not saying that DK is going to get, pushed off but like you could see like if this continues to happen that he could see less and less role and maybe duke Shelley comes in and sees what he can do um it's it's just something to consider like i said i, I like dk i think he can he has the skill set but he has to be careful of where his hands are placed how soon he's um getting to the wide receiver and things like that I, I do think the one the pi um on aj brown in the end zone i think that was kind of um I think that was a bad call. Uh, they were both handsy on each other, and it wasn't like uh, he started the started it. But like he said in his press or his uh, post game thing, he's like some some refs are going to call it, some aren't, and you're just going to have to deal with it. And that's the one that I think he shouldn't have been called on.
0: I mean, he is a young player making growth uh, only he didn't play all year last year, but you know, like uh fans are going to have to take it. And hopefully the coaching staff can fix a lot of those technique problems because he's there. He's constantly in the play. It's not like he's not in the screen, just getting toasted 30 yards. He is literally hip to hip with AJ Brown. Like he has talent. He has to put it together. And if not, he's going to lose his job. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, he puts it together. I I definitely love his play, and I, I feel like he's gone a lot better. But he has to stop making those mistakes because it's killing us. I mean, it's, it's exactly like the 49ers game. This is a team that should have went into halftime in both of those games with a clear advantage, a clear systematic advantage in both times they gave up late touchdowns with less than like forty seconds on the clock. You can't do that because of penalties. Um, well, I the think both have been kind of touchy, and that's that's a little frustrating from my part. Is like it, it's kind of felt like uh, you know our our wide receivers aren't very aggressive, aren't super physical uh, outside of Puka sometimes, and I feel like we. Like you even saw DB kind of push off and like on Puka's catch touchdown, like it was fantastic. I would say that's as like defense, defensive pass interference as uh, what Kendrick did. Like he's not looking back, but you know, it's like Kendrick says, like sometimes refs gonna call that, sometimes they aren't, and it's a little frustrating.
1: But again, like I said, I don't think our defense was the problem. I mean, we, we have this – I mean, the bend, not break has been kind of the Rams' motto almost for, for a long time now. But it also means that the defense is out on the field longer when they're in this, this bend, not break. Um, and then then when our offense doesn't capitalize, then you're back out there and then you're doing another long play. It's just wearing down that defense much quicker than it should – um, if the offense can sustain a drive for you know longer than four or five minutes, that's something that I think that they they really need to capitalize on because even after they scored the two touchdowns, I mean it was still, I mean the I mean it was almost two for one of the time possession that the Eagles had the ball compared to the Rams had the ball. The Rams are really good about getting to the red zone quick, but sometimes you need to slow it down a little bit just so that you can you can get to your defense a little bit of a break, but I also understand like if you don't kick it in gear, you know, you may, you may not get that opportunity again. So it's that kind of like lose, lose situation at that point on, on how you handle that situation. And like you said, it is 30 seconds is um, not a lot of time, but I think they still had two timeouts and sometimes 30 seconds, especially when you play the out of bounds uh, part of it, it could be an eternity. So um, just kind of it's just kind of uh it is what it is and we're going to have to kind of we're going to have to figure it out and like I said I think our biggest problem with the defense is that we just need to tackle better we could have saved they could have saved themselves so much if they could have just tackled hurts or tackled the player and not have to get the yak yards um that some of them got you know a lot of them you know they kept it in front of the chains but once they got the ball they were able to go past the chains and that's what they got to figure out on the defense yeah. side.
0: Yeah, that you mix that with again edge not being able to apply pressure without blitzes that's
1: but this Rams team is something. they have the, the defense again, we oh, all yeah. thought the defense yeah. was going to be the problem this year that they were going to have to they were gonna to have to work on things. but it seems like our offense still just is not clicking and we they especially in the second half first half they seem to be fine not sure what's going on between second half and first half that we're just, we're just switching it up. And I, you know, as I'm going to go back to it. I still think it's because they just don't want to play that complimentary football. They just, they gotta, they gotta throw it.
0: I, I think this defense is a 15 around a 15 defense, an average defense, but this offense is top 10. It just can't be top 10 for four quarters. It's like top three for a quarter or two quarters, and then it just decides that it wants to be the Chicago Bears for the rest of the game and not be able to, like, drops. Like, uh, it drops on third down or overthrowing uh, tight ends or underthrowing wide receivers, and that's it's killing us. I know some of that is pressure and some of that is – having issues because of o line injuries but we have to find some continuity and you know that it's killing us Zach. all right well, like so
1: no it, it you're you're exactly right we got to find that continuity but let's let's talk about what let's talk about the positive thing that did happen this week and we got cooper cut back um oh, yeah. you know he we he's he seems he seems like he's there. He seems like you know he hasn't missed a step. Um he was there for eight targets, uh or eight, 11 targets, eight receptions, 118 yards. Um longest was 39, averaging about what it was a 14.8. Um, so I mean that's the Cooper Cup we've we've known forever now. Um, and just does doesn't seem like anything's changed. So that's that's really good news. Um, and then you match it up with Puka. Who also who got seven receptions for seventy one yards and a touchdown. Um, so I think this is this is what we want. Um, this is what we want to see in all four quarters. Uh, even Tutu Atwell, um, he only had two receptions, but one of them was a touchdown catch. So we're we're seeing the we're seeing that spark. We we're seeing what this top like you said. Really, we could be a top three offense if we could just get our act together in the second two in the second half of the game.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And about cup, like Stafford overthrew him on two touchdowns. Uh, Really? Like, and that's, you normally didn't see that in 21 or 22. You didn't see Stafford overthrow or underthrow cup. So you can see that they're missing some of their chemistry uh, that they built up. And I I think that's going to fix itself in two or three games. It sucks. He came back during the Eagles game because I feel like if this week and Cardinals week were reversed, that would have been a far better week for him to come in, get his feet wet, like uh, and get a full week of practice in and be able to get that chemistry fully back on track and that same mindset. Cause you saw like, there are a few times where he was just wide open, and if he got the ball, like he's gonna take it to the end zone. Um, and Puka, I mean, I had a coworker saying Puka's gonna fall off. Puka's not gonna get get any attention. Like the Rams are gonna forget about him. His old his old position is gone. Cup's gonna take over. I'm like, when you have a top five wide receiver in the NFL why would you push him to the bench when you have two top 5 wide receivers in the NFL right now and i think cup definitely is still one man uh this offense can be very scary uh, it's just the execution by everyone else has to has to be there uh
1: the blocking has game, to be there yeah i mean every everything has to be there and I I'm just so encouraged by what this offense can be. It, it's minor cleanups that they need to get at. They need to get figured out. Um, they need to get this offensive line kind of squared away, give them more protection. Steve Avila still is being Steve Avila. We need five of those guys pretty much. I mean, or four other of them, I should say. Um, Cause he's, he's still well, playing lights out and, and, and Havenstein's great too. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of looking at that kind of last play when Havenstein was out um, and, um, Williams kind of didn't get that block down, um, which, you know, you you kind of see Sean McVay was super frustrated with that. And I think it was just because it was more fresh on his mind. Um, and I don't know, I, I think at this point you got to give that was at, I mean, yes, Kyron Williams should have blocked, should have done a little bit better of job of, of blocking that. But, you know, when, when you, when you're trying to, replace uh Rob Havenstein with your backup uh and then Kyron Williams you, you know Kyron Williams is not that big and um you know yeah he's a he's been a, he's actually been a really good blocker and he's he actually had a couple really great blocks on uh for Stafford uh during that game um but it was it was one play and I don't think I don't think anybody should be defined by one play now we've seen we saw this before with Cam Akers when he was on the team that he missed a lot of those, uh, which I think was one of the reasons why he was why McVeigh was so frustrated. Um, but I don't think this one play defines who Kyron Williams is. Uh, I think he'll just grow from it.
0: I'm just happy he slid someone to that side <laughs> after uh, the Bengals game when our left tackle went out, and he was like, good luck, have fun. And enjoy the island. Welcome to the NFL. You have to face Hendrickson by yourself. Like, I'm happy you slid somewhere, someone over there, and Williams didn't execute. I think the tale of the second halves of this year has been in inability to execute concepts at critical times and getting put in bad situations and not being able to make the most out of a bad situation. Now, in those two other games, in my opinion, that we've lost, a lot of that was bad luck and bad reffing. This game, nah, it's just a better team. You got You got put in a bad situation because you could not execute in the early third quarter. You got to make something happen, and we've seen it all over the NFL. Teams have been choking leads. Like, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys, like, you can do it any Sunday and you, you've got to have that belief. And I feel like this team has given up on itself early in the fourth way too often.
1: Yeah. And I don't think they should. I, I, I want to say, you know, you look at the teams that they've lost to, you've lost to both undefeated teams um, in the NFL as a whole. Doesn't, I mean, I know they're both NFC teams, but this is the, the whole league. There's only two undefeated teams, the 49ers and the Eagles. Uh, both of the best um the best teams currently in this NFL, you know, with the Dolphins kind of following, following their lead and things like that. But it's it was going to be a hard stretch. We knew this was going to be a hard stretch for the first five teams were NFL playoff teams last season. Um, and we've we faced two of the best of the league right now. Uh, so I think this just, just showed, and we were in both of those games like we have not lost other than the Eagles game. We lost by nine so technically a two-score possession. But we've been within one-score possessions of every game we've lost, um, and no one – I would have to go back and look at the 49ers, but, uh, I mean, the 49ers just destroyed the Cowboys uh, last night. So um, I don't know. I, I think this I think this team is better than what our stats show. Um, I just think our offense is really the ones who need to step up the game and, and – Bring a full, a full four quarters of great performance.
0: Yeah, and I think if they do that, Zach, they can play with any team in the NFL. Uh,
1: I, did you I, notice, I really do. Did you notice who did not get a reception?
0: Van Jefferson.
1: Van, Van Jefferson. Jefferson. Well, neither did Ben Skronik, but Van Jefferson also did not get, um, didn't get a reception. He didn't even get a target. Uh, at least Ben Skronik at least got one target. Um, so he's definitely slipped down to the wide receiver four uh slot at, at this point. Um so we'll see how it goes. We'll see what their game plan is when it comes to the Cardinals. Um but but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Rough stuff. Uh you wanna talk about the Cardinals?
1: Yeah. Um Interesting team the Cardinals are. Um, if yeah, you came into God. it, if you came into it after before this week, you would have thought, well, they're better than they we thought they were, um, and then they got pretty destroyed. I mean, I would say, I guess destroyed, but they got pretty beat by the Bengals yesterday. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to make of this team. I mean, they do seem better than they, than they are, or that they seem to be prior to the season, um, but they're still not looking elite. Uh, or looking really good. Uh, you have Joshua Dobbs, who currently has ninety-eight, nine uh, 980 passing yards. Um, he has a 65.8 completion rate. Uh, he does have six touchdowns and two uh, interceptions compared to Matthew Stafford, who only has five touchdowns and five interceptions. Um, I know a couple of those, not his fault, but stats are stats um and has been sacked nine times i don't know how many times has stafford been sacked i gotta look that up real quick what are you what are your initial thoughts
0: uh you know this cardinal team um they fight hard they play hard not a good roster um overall Uh, I think their defense has still a good amount of young talent, a really good linebacker, really good safety. Um, But overall, like, this Cardinals team is, like, a year away, two years away. Uh, I think their coaching is far improved. Uh, I did not have any respect for Cliff Kingsbury and uh, this uh, Steichen – I might be thinking of the wrong Eagles coordinator. It's not Steichen. Uh, but either way, uh, their new head coach, I have a lot of respect for. I think he's been having them play very hard. Now, you look through their games, and so, like, they lose two commanders. I don't think the commanders are very good this year. They lose to the Giants in an embarrassing fashion. Uh, yeah, they beat the Cowboys, but, I mean, guys, that Prescott How good are is the Cowboys? not good. I, the Cowboys are a good, a great roster with a bad head coach and a bad QB. So they are. They tend to have really bad games from time to time because those two things combine for stupidity. Um, and then they lose to 49ers, really good team, uh, and two Bengals in a kind of sad fashion. There's I mean, no excuse, Zach. We should not beat this team. I
1: mean let's let's give the let's give the Cardinal some credit. They do have a top five uh, running back in James Conner. Um, I mean his stats currently oh, within four, within the first four games, sixty two to oh, actually, let me bring up his actual stats as a five game, sixty eight carries, three hundred sixty four yards, averaging five point four per carry, um, and has two touchdowns. Um, Obviously, when you compare him to Kyron Williams, he doesn't have as many yards and as many completions uh, or as many um, carries as uh, James Conner has. But he does have the five TDs, um, which I think is is, you know, the benefit on our side. So we're really good mm-hmm. in the red zone. It's I think the Cardinals problem is trying to is really getting to the red zone and. Um, even though, you know, like I said, Joshua Dobbs has been playing pretty well, um, from Kyler, Kyler Murray, who's still out on injury. Um, but I do think that where, where we're kind of seeing, uh, issues is in their kind of their receiving room. Obviously they got rid of Hopkins. Um, so really it's Marquise Brown, um, who's pretty much trying to take over the lion's share of things, 25 receptions, 300 yards. He has three touchdowns. Um, you know, they have a pretty good tight end, Zach Ertz. Um, he's he's always been pretty pretty successful as well. Um, not so much so far this season, but he's always a reliable um, as a receiver side of things. So I, I don't want this to be some sort of I, – I know we, we can't really be a trap game because, you know, we haven't really won. Um, but at the same time, like I would not underestimate – this Cardinals team who just seem to be scrappy and are looking for another win. Um, and the Rams can't get complacent thinking that, you know, Hey, this is big brother going to take on little brother. Sometimes the little brother can pack a punch and, um, we saw them through the Colts game. Um, you know, they, they had a good lead. We thought that's the team we wanted to see. Um, and that's honestly, that's the team we want. It was, I mean, even that, uh, again, I'm rehashing old things, so I'm not going to keep going. But that's the team we want. We we know the offense can play really well. We even know the defense can play really well. Now we need to have all both of those sides play really well for four quarters.
0: Yeah, I mean –
1: The ball.
0: Sorry. We are finally getting through this rough patch of games. And, you know, we wanted to be higher, like me and you. Uh, we'll take two wins. Like I think me and you – you probably had them at two. I probably had them at one win at this point. Um, if if
1: you looked at this, it depended on which week you went on this at. Before the season, I think I would have said we were going to be two and three. Um, but knowing what we knew going, like, we should we should be a three and two team right now. The yes. only game that we we should have beat the Bengals, that's the game we should have won. We should be three and two right now. Um it doesn't matter the, the, you know, the 49ers game, it is what it is. The Eagles game. It is what it is. We should be three and two We're two and three if We're one game back than what we should be. We need to take care of business now.
0: Yeah. But uh, I mean, if we can take care of business, like it, we got the Steelers, the week after that, I think they're vulnerable uh, Cowboys and Packers. I think those are both like good offenses uh, it, Cowboys is going to be a challenge with their D line, but uh, you know, I think we can score on them, and if we can, our, their offense is prone to a lot of mistakes. So, uh, this stretch of games, Zach, I think there's all winnable games, and if the Rams can kind of pull through, I think we can get a streak going and uh, you know, try to finish off the year better.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look down this list and, you know, I'm I'm on the big preacher of every team is beatable. Same thing with the Rams. The Rams are beatable. The Cardinals could come out and just show us the business because we just can't – we can't get our act together. Um, but, yeah. you know, you look oh, at the stretch of – you look at the stretch of games and, you know, I'm seeing – let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, there's no, there's a good chance we could be 10. We could have 10 wins at the end of this. I mean, that that is a just looking about how some of these other teams have played and what we are capable of, yeah. we could have 10 wins, total, not ten more wins, but 10 wins total. And that could that that could be well enough to get us into the playoffs and 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 do well. I, I think the NFC West is pretty much a lost cause. Um, unless something crazy happens with the 49ers. Um, but I, I do think that we're still in the contention and still in the, in on a good trajectory to get a wild card spot.
0: You, ju- you just have to get in dance, man. Yep. Crazier things have happened. Just got to get to dance.
1: That's right. That's all we're looking for. I mean, at this point, I mean, I think Rams fans, like we just want to see winning games. Um, and we want, we want to see them hopefully at least get a playoff. And if they get a playoff spot, I think that it would exceed every person's, um, maybe not the team's, maybe the team already thinks that that's the shot, but I think every fan I think would be just grateful just to get into the, get into the, the playoff run. Yeah. So, um, we already talked about the injuries, right? We're, we're good on that. Did you mention that? Uh,
0: I, I don't think we did okay
1: um just real quick um probably about the third he uh mcl third grade strain so he's going to be out for uh, he, they're going to probably put him on short-term ir for so out at least four weeks but it's looking more like five to six weeks um uh, but good thing is it doesn't look like a season season ending injury so very thankful for that um and then um coleman shell went out with a finger injury he's fine Uh, Havenstein with that head injury, um, he is fine as well. All should be good to go on that front. Other than that, I think everything, everybody else came out pretty clean. Um, even though Stafford got hit a couple times, he says he, he still feels good. Nothing, nothing too serious. So, um, so I think we're good to go there. So that's kind of the big news, um, updates as far as things go. Anything else you want to cover before we uh, sign off?
0: Uh, No, Uh, hopefully uh, execution can get down against a team that uh, we've had their number. I feel like the Cardinals and Seahawks, so the Rams have played relatively very well under McVeigh. Got to keep that up. Hopefully uh, we can take advantage of Murray being out and uh, apply pressure, get a win. And, uh, you know, start a win streak. I, I feel like this team needs a lot of good momentum. They need uh, some something to help boost their spirits and uh, morale because this is a young team. I feel like they go with emotions way more than a more veteran team. And uh, hopefully McVeigh can kind of write that chip. And uh, I got I got faith in them, Zach. I, I think this is a better team than any of us expected, and uh, they gotta put put it together for four quarters
1: that's right and hopefully everyone comes to the game in SoFi Stadium this week that's what we really need we need fans to show up um you know I we there's a lot of talk about the Rams not having fans in the stands especially yesterday during the Eagles game 49ers game etc um it's just what's going to happen I mean this is SoFi Stadium in LA um there's lots of various people who live in LA from all across the the country and across the world. And so they, they probably have already chosen who their teams were. So we're going to build the next generation, things like that, Um, but keep it up, keep attending those games. If you're a Rams fan, please don't sell your season tickets uh, to other non Rams. People try to keep it uh, close to the family as possible, close to the Ramley um, as possible. Um, but again, thank you everyone who listens to the podcast, uh, either watching us or through the audio platforms. You can find us on all audio platforms, including Spotify, Apple music, um, Google music, YouTube music, things like whatever Google's doing these days. Uh, But you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at East Coast Rams. You can find us on X or Twitter um, at East Coast Rams. Also visit our website, eastcoastrams.com to find us on all of our other platforms as well. Uh, You can find Ashton at Ram at ramfanashton one on X. And you can find me at Zach Mayer. Um on X as well. Um, yeah, and you know, this was a this was kind of a sour loss uh for us, but we're gonna rebound. The Rams are gonna do it. We got Puka, we got Donald, we got Cooper Cup, we have Matthew Stafford, and we have Sean McVeigh. Um, and so in McVeigh, we trust. Uh sometimes, you know, we wish you would trust the running game a little bit more. Um, but uh in the end, we are all Ramley. And we're always going to support the Rams house. Um, So let's get the win on Sunday. And like we always say, whose house? Rams house.